Welcome to the Hot Plates and Grace podcast. My name is Aaron Mays. I got my boy AJ Sankofa with me, and we got some lovely wine as well. Or, he brought a lovely Diasti, and I have the Nebbiola Perbaco from Vietti, uh, the Lange 2017. It's going to be delicious. I can't wait to get into it. Word up, word up. Over here, we got uh, something that's you know pretty special to me. This was actually a birthday present from uh, one of my longest, longest friends and my business partner, actually, with the S Artisanal Pasta. Uh, shout out to Isaiah Pinnock. This is a uh, sparkling frizzante from Asti. And the cool thing about this wine is actually the name Nando is the name of uh, the dog of the chef that I used to work for at a Michelin star restaurant in Italy. So that's uh, Ristorante La Rosa in Alba. So shout out Chef La Rosa out there. You know what I'm saying? So, that's what's you know up. What I'm saying? We always represent in some way, shape, or form. Hell yeah, bro. That's what's up. I appreciate you bringing that through. Word. I guess we'll get started with that. We Word. got some couple people with us in the studio as well. So we're going to share the wealth. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you coming through with that. You know, so um, if I may... Of course. Yeah. Please. Open that bad boy up. And, you know, while I get this thing open and poured around, how, how you doing, man? What's I'm good, good, man. I'm Talk good. I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm juiced at the same time. You feel me? We got, you know, we got a lot going on. Uh, You know, ever since March, things have been crazy. But, you know, every day we're just trying to steamroll. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Get yeah. to it. So I work with you at Legacy. And, right. I, you know, everything just hit the fan. All of a sudden, on March 17th, we didn't have a job. Word. It's so, like, how, how'd you adapt through all that? Man, like, right off the bat, I was like, all right, boom. Because, you know, Christina was working with us, too. And Christina and I were dating. So I'm like, all right, well, you can't be out here in New York. So first thing I did was make sure she was straight. So we, we moved into Jersey and into my crib. So we was really just macking for, like, the first two, three weeks, like, to a month. It was like, all right, I bet this is just going to blow over in, you know, a couple of weeks. Like, this is, you know what I'm saying? Nobody really, I wasn't taking it as serious as it really was. And yeah. I don't feel like anybody else, you know what I'm saying? No, so not at all. Really, we was just on the couch with it, you know, watching Netflix, going for walks, you know what I'm saying? Nothing crazy, just <laughs> macking. Right. A little vacation type. You know? it, it, it seemed so regular at first. It Real seemed, regular, It seemed yeah. like it was just going to be, okay, people are sick for a little bit. Mm. That's fine. That's cool. And then you realize... Wait, we actually still it's April. Yeah, it's May, mid-April. Well, yeah. it was like mid-April. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. all right, shit. You know what I mean? Where do you want to give that a taste, bro? See if it's please, Gucci please. for the for the sake of uh, well, I know about the smell. Yeah, you know what, you know what I'm saying. saying? It smells great from here. Oh yeah, we good to go. Nice good and floral. To go. Well, you gonna like that? Oh, nice, nice. Put me on. Oh, you got a sweet tooth? A little bit, uh -huh. a little bit. We yeah, can start you off with like it. That. How how'd you how'd you continue? How'd you go forward? Like. You, you know, pretty much like what, you know, you pretty much, you're, you're chilling, chilling hard. Like what pretty much, what was that snapping point? So it really wasn't even me. Like, so Christina, my girlfriend, she, she always had this dream of being a baker, being a, you know, like a pastry chef, having her own kind of bakery kind of deal. And she always wanted to do like her traditional, like Ukrainian, Russian, you know, Slavic cuisine uh, within that. And I was like, you know, you've been telling me about this for months, you know, six months at this point. So I'm like, we got time, space and opportunity why don't we just start some, you know, start some up real quick? Yeah. So, you know, I was really pushing her to start, you know, doing like a little delivery service. You know what I'm saying? We had the whip. We had, you know, the resources to, you know, put something together. I'm like, you know, start baking. You know, let's just start doing it. And, you know, she was giving me some pushback for a while. She was a little nervous about the whole thing. She was kind of convinced still that, you know, we were going to be able to pop back at, at work. You know what I'm saying? I real was 100% soon. sold on that. And so, yeah. So really, uh, you know, the reason why I'm here is because of her, honestly, because we really used like all the lessons that we learned through starting her business and, you know, the trial and error and, you know, the this, that, and the third is what helped me along the way when I started mine. You feel me? True that. So. Well, cheers to that, man. It's Thank true. you very much. I love the color. I love the yeah, color. Yeah, this smells amazing. Once this again, looks... shout out to Isaiah Pinnock. He in the back. He chilling. You know what I'm saying? We pour it up. Christina's over Salud, here. Bro. Big toast to Niche. <laughs> we appreciate you. 
definitely definitely frizzante for mm. sure. Very light. Mm-hmm. Effervescent. Filigreed, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I would crush that with some seafood. Mm-hmm. You know, straight up, like... Nice little crudo ceviche yes. type. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's literally what I was going with. I was like, yo, I need... That recipe Henry gave you. Yeah, I, I need, need that. I need, I need some high citrus right now. Word, shout out, Chef Henry. Shout out, Henry. Saying? Yeah, we, we plugging in already. Word, word, word. <laughs> Ten minutes in, plugging it all in. <laughs> <laughs> yo, so... You were uh, born in Hell's Kitchen, actually. Yeah, crazy, right? Like, yeah. where did life take you after that? I mean, really, I was... I was born out here, but it was like, you know, just a, a hospital kind of thing. My mother wanted me to be born in, you know, a certain hospital because it was a really good, it was the, the best hospital in the country at the that's time. I don't even know the name, but that's the story. Yeah. And then from there, you know, we spent some time in Long Island. My mother my mother and her side of family are from there. And then we came down to uh, East Orange, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. That's kind of when we was linked up with my, you know, when my, my my mother and my father divorced, but when they were still together, my father's family was in East Orange. And so that's where we moved. And right. I was, you know, I was still like a baby. I was like three, four. And then yeah. from there, we moved to Morristown, New Jersey, which is where I currently live. Um, actually, I just moved again, but we'll get to that. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Morristown, we moved there and I went to like first grade up here. And then we took the big hike down to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. So yeah. it's kind of funny. Like my mother's side of the family's from New York and my father's side of the family's from North Carolina. But okay. like now my mother's side of the family, you know, my mother's down in North Carolina. Yeah. And my father's up here Look in Jersey. Flipped. So it's a little flip. But I spent... From like six years old to 12, six to 12, six to 12 and a half yeah. up in, or down in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's what's up, so yo. It, uh, it, uh, I took it from there back up to Morristown. I went to eighth grade. That's actually where I met Isaiah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had an art class and English class together. And then, um, boom, from there, high school. And then you know how it goes. Right, right. Same, same, bro. Like, I got, you know, homies from day one as well, you know, just still till this day. But it's cool that you were able to like bounce around so much, but yet still have, you know, like, uh, a good homie because most people bounce around and just like ah, I'm really yeah and no I got a, I got him down south too yeah, I got it like, you know I got him down south too like yeah. you know when I go down there we link up I got a couple like my one boy actually my oldest friend that I could name he's actually out in Switzerland and when I was in Italy we was linking up you feel me like he That's was coming up. down so yeah or, <laughs> so what, like were your parents hospitality at all uh, nah man my mother uh, my mother actually she worked on Wall Street for a little bit but she was real into the financial stuff uh, mm-hmm. she worked for a big financial company that actually transferred her from Jersey down to Charlotte, North Carolina. That's how we got down there. My father actually is the supervisor of the psychiatric ward uh, in the hospital. So he, uh, you know, he majored in psychology. He's okay. worked in hospitals for wow. 30, 35 plus years. So how, how did you get to the industry? Well, honestly, that's actually all thanks to Isaiah. Isaiah, Where? his two older brothers and two of his cousins, they were all working at a uh, at a uh, this place called Brenton Woods Mansion. It's a little, yeah. little catering hall, hole in the wall type joint, mm-hmm. you know. You do your, your 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 football, you know, like ceremonies and volleyball and all that. So you yeah. know, that was my senior year of high school. We uh we was working over there like ten dollars an hour. You feel me? Clearing clearing tables, serving <laughs> pouring water. You know, it wasn't even like we was trying to work in hospitality. We was just trying to make that bread and have fun with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We treated yeah. it like a competition. Like you know, who could pour water the fastest? Who could break down the fastest? Like. We got to get to this party, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. who's going, you feel me? I bet you I can clear that whole four times myself or, right now. Nah, we talking 16 times, baby. Uh, this is what? this is, this is is before fine dining, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Before we, there was actual. Jersey, like, Jersey Claw, you know what I'm saying? Uh, We're coming over with the, you know what I'm saying? The Jersey Claw. Or, or, six glasses in one hand. Need nope, that. Forget Give about me that. It. Yeah, or, I might put them down with my hands in there, too. <laughs> straight like that. That's wild, son. So, like, um, coming up through that spot, like, Going up, like, did you, were you into, like, what What made you stick with it? Like, what made you keep, like, okay, like, I'm actually going to rock with it. Did you divert a little bit? Or were you, like, pretty much like, okay, I'm in there now. I'm watching people doing some crazy stuff. 
and I kind of want to do that crazy stuff too. Oh, so that that actually happened later on. So I'm working at Bretton Woods. You know, we're making a little bit of money, but it ain't nothing crazy. But I actually had another homie that was working at this new restaurant called Jackie Hall Bar and Kitchen. Mm-hmm. And this restaurant, the place that it's at, it's actually at a, a, an enormous mansion. It's called the Vale Mansion that had been vacant for like 60 plus years. Wow. And during those years, all the skateboarders from my town, including myself, used to skate there outside. They had like stairs. They had ledges. Like if you go right now and sit on the patio and look at the ledge, you see all the grind marks from the oh, skateboarders. Word. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's me. That was my childhood. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. And so they opened up that restaurant, and my boy was like, yo, making stupid bread over here. Like, ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. you got to come through. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, and I'm only a busboy. And so, you know, he's telling me, he's telling me, and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Word. Like, let me do that. So you yeah. feel me? I put the suit and tie on, like. Cause this place is, you know what I'm saying? I'll show you. It was, was hemmed him, up. Word, word. I'll oh, show you there. visuals later. You understand? Yeah. All marbled out. All, you know, marble, chrome, and nice this is, this woodwork. Is this is Jersey. You know what I'm saying? But this is like that part of Jersey. That you feel part. me? That okay. New Yorkers don't like to talk about. You know what I'm saying? They get a little uncomfortable. But you, you feel me? Give no love. To word, Jersey. word, Out of word. Here. <laughs> so, so we over there, and I'm, you know what I'm saying? I apply for the job, and you know, I'm getting interviewed by the service director, and he's asking me all sorts of questions. Mind you, I'd only worked in the industry for like two months, three months. Right. In a catering hall, which was like, you know, backyard boogie. So he's asking me <laughs> stuff that I'm like, man, I'm just, you know, like, let me clear these plates, man. Yeah, what you talking yeah, about? Or, get some, yeah. But I had the suit and tie on at the same time. And my resume reflected that I was eager to learn. Like I had worked, I had interned at a law firm before that. And I interned at Jersey City Medical Center where my father was working at the time. So it was yeah. like, it was clear that, you know, I didn't have a straight path, but I was, you know what I'm saying, scooping up whatever I could along the way. To, right. You know what I mean? He was piecing it all together word, without word. even really kind of knowing it. Right, like right. Just, just taking the opportunities as they come. And that's, right. you know, that that's a big thing. You know, I tell people all the time, like, yeah. when that when opportunities knock, don't, you know what I mean, answer that. Yeah, even if it's not something you really are down for at the moment, it's there you for never you. never know. Right, because, like, why is never it there know. for you? you got to question it a little bit. Like, that's being presented to me, so I might as well look into it because, like, hey, what else is in front of me? probably not what i want so like what i want is not always what i need mm. you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so now you got what you need and here you are you know what i'm saying straight up that's how life is so like what was the would you say that that's why was a turning point um in yeah, your career e- e- but even then it was like i wanted a job that was gonna pay me more bread to do what i was already doing it didn't like it it, it, it was like months after that like when when i started working there it was like working in the zoo like it was crazy to me so there was so much to learn we had so many like incredible individuals. The general manager Ron Morgan, service director Stephen Bloom, beer director Sam Doyle, wow. wine director Charles Prusik, all big New York City guys in the front of house. And I wasn't even touching the back of house yet. Right. So in the beginning, I was real like heavy hitter front of house. Like you know, I was trying to get there. That's like, wild. I actually, you know, I went from back waiter or busboy to food runner to captain's assistant to server, like all within like nine months. Mm. But it it wasn't until I hit the food runner stage that I was like, yo. I was good with it. Like yeah. I'm in the kitchen and I'm watching this shit go down. I'm like, wow, like this is incredible. Like this is crazy. This rush, this passion, this drive, like that these people have. Like, yeah. let me get that. That's wild because it was a flip for me. I Word, saw, you I were saw telling that. me, yeah, yeah you I were was telling like, me. Uh, I don't know if I can do that, but like I know how to do it. I came up through the back, but like I, I always wanted to get to the front for some reason because I guess it's maybe personality talking to mm-hmm. people. And I, you know, yeah. what I'm saying I tell people all the time, like I, I think sometimes, like, damn, what if I would have stayed in the front, like, because I love it, I love yeah. talking to people, like, I'm not, I'm not like the back of house chef where it's like, oh, I don't want to talk to anybody, yeah. like, I'm not that person at all. I'm very, you know, 
I'm very out in the open. Like, I have yeah. no problem, you know, putting myself out there. So it's like, it could go either way with me, which is why, like, what I'm doing now is so cool because, like, I get to do what I love to do and do what I love to do. Right. On, you know, whatever exactly. platform you want me on, I could be there. That's good, though. Word. Because that's, that's, that's what's funny about this whole change with COVID. A lot of these chefs didn't want anything to do with people. Like, they just, I want to cook and make money, and that's it. Mm. And now they're like, okay, you can cook, but, like, now how are you going to make money because your restaurant's done? It came naturally for me. Like I said, like I never, you know, when I started in the when in the back house, actually, like everybody was like, you know, trying to welcome me into this whole like new grunge, like you know, you know, don't don't be friendly with the front of house, yeah. don't you know? Like, and it was like, nah, Let's man. Do cocaine after work. Yeah, <laughs> like nah, I'm good on that. You feel me? Before work, man. Like, no. you, people are crazy, man. Yeah. Like especially like I saw a lot of when I got to the city, especially like I'm, I'm like, wow, man. Like this is. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't fuck with water? Like, what's good with it? <laughs> you know? <Y'all> like, <laughs> like, like, it, you know, y'all don't drink y'all orange don't, juice in the morning? Like, that don't juice you up? Yeah. Like, but, I mean, shit, you know, everybody has their, you know, their vices. But, right. you know, like, it, it's really like, you know, I just, I just be trying to be human. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, right. Now, I get you, the day, you feel me? Yeah. So, you, you taking your talents overseas, too. Oh, yeah, man. Out, that, out into that, Italy. That was, uh, so that's all thanks to Chef Kevin Sipple, man. And, okay. you know, that's the, that, that, that guy has had the, the most influence on my life and on my career. Like, you know, I owe it all to him at the end of the day. That's um, what's up. That's a funny story. So, um, you know, me and Isaiah, you know, going back to that, you know, we, we busted all our moves together. We graduated high school early together. We were as a part of the early college challenger program. So wow. we're working full time at this crazy restaurant, Jackie Hall Barn Kitchen with this New York City chef that attained five Michelin stars back, you know, at Alto Limpiero as CDC and executive chef under Chris Cannon restaurant tour. Like, you know, time goes on. We graduate. We go through that summer. The menu gets crazy. You feel me? Because the chef, he liked to take it from like the north in the winter to the you know the central regions in the fall and then mm-hmm. spring he start bringing it you know almost oh, he just south. works with all Italy. and then you know what i'm saying middle of the summer he's you know sicily'd out so you feel Sicily'd me out, yeah. so it was cool it was cool as hell and then by the time you know what i'm saying college started like i was going to fairly dickinson university my mm-hmm. boy isaiah was going to seton hall university yeah, we, nice we lived story. together in his crib yeah but um you know what i'm saying i just wasn't that motivated in school because i was living off campus you know i realized right. about myself like if i'm gonna do something i gotta be completely immersed in it have to and i and i wasn't you feel me because yeah. i was i was working full-time i was going to school full-time and i was living at the crib with my homies you feel me yeah so it's like all right word you know what that means word you know what i'm saying so <laughs> yeah it was like you know after like two months of school i was like uh, you know, i'm good off that you feel yeah. me you know how can i how can i get over to italy how can i learn more about italian food like i gotta you know and I'm not talking like, you know, fettuccine Alfredo, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, how can I get there, you feel yeah, me, to the talking next over level? 300 pasta shapes. Word, word, Trying word. to learn all of them. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, I'm late night, you know, in my homie's crib, like, in my room, just Googling stuff, like, you know, schools in Italy, schools in Italy, like, you know, culinary institutes, you know, blah, blah, blah. I find this one school, Italian Culinary Institute for Foreigners, a.k.a. Itrif. I'm like, all right, word, let mm-hmm. me ask Chef Kevin about this. Boom, I pull up to work the next day, like, middle of lunch service. Like, I'm not even paying attention to nothing. I'm eager. I'm excited. I'm like, you know, what's good with it? Like, I'm trying to see what's up. Yeah. I, you know, I just blurted out, like, hey, chef, you know, what do you think of this? And I put, you know, I pull up a little picture of the school, a little link or whatever. And he looks at the link real fast, and he looks at me. And then he looks down, he goes in his wallet, and he pulls out a picture of his graduation photo from 98, a year after I was born, from the <laughs> same school. That's, master program. So it just, crazy. like, from that moment on, like, I, I'll never forget that moment. Just, like, silence. Like, yeah. And he just said to me, like, you know, whatever we got to do to get you out there, you know, that's what we'll do. That's clutch. And so it just went from there. Like, all right, boom. That was, that must have been November, December. 
And I'm like, all right, word. I moved back to my crib, and every single penny, I was just scraping them. Like, give me that, give me that, give yeah, me that to pay to for the there. tuition. Like, That's you good, know, though. I got all the letters of recommendation. Like, thank God that I had, you know, I had worked so hard, and I had these connections. That's where it began for me. Like that's how I got here. That's what's up, yo. <laughs> that's everybody has it, you know, word, an word. origin story, and that, that's dope because like it seems like it's a roller coaster of things. Oh yeah, you know yeah, that went man. on, but you but you still found your zone, and that that's all that really matters. So, what was the moment for you that you knew like you were solidified in the in this in this industry? Like you were like you're good. Like I know people depend on me, and then from that moment, like what was did you have like a good night out experience in New York? Or, like, did you dine somewhere and you got that VIP treatment just off the sole merit of what you can do in the kitchen? I mean, so I'll say when I, I guess a combination of a moment where I really felt solidified in the industry and, like, a dining out moment, that that would have been uh, 2016, uh, December. So, actually, when I was out in Italy, so I took the master's course at Egypt, and uh, during one of my internships, I did three. I was working at a one Michelin star rest- Restaurante La Rosa in Alba, mm-hmm. and um, during my last week... My father came to visit me, you know what I'm saying? Like, my father went halfway across the world to, you know, come see me out there and uh, just see, you know, see what I was doing, see what I accomplished. And, yeah. uh, you know, there was, you know, they, they, they surprised me with, uh, you know, one day I showed up to work, you know what I'm saying? Then my father showed up, you know, in the dining room, and then all of a sudden they were like, all right, boom, you know, you're off tonight, go eat with your dad. Oh, that's what's and, up. And, you know, I'm like, what? Nah, man, let me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm they about, like, this, about this grind, you know? Word, but, yeah. you know, they like, nah, you know, this is your, your time. So, you know, I went out there with my father and, like, you know, Everything that me and my father went through, you know what I'm saying, with the divorce and just, you know, me being, like I said, like a screw-up kid, like, to have that moment, like, you know, he was amazed and I was amazed, like, he was amazed that I was here and I was amazed that he came to see me here and, you know what I'm saying, we just... That was, like, one of the second or third times in life. You know, like, you reach that point where your father starts treating you like a man or talking to you yeah. like a man, not like, you feel me? Right, right. And so, you know, we just really talked about life and, like, everything that, you know, we had been through, everything that we, you know, all the goals that I wanted to achieve and, you know, advice from him. And uh, he had given me a watch at that point. It was, like, my first real watch. Oh, you know that's what I'm saying? crazy. Everybody yeah. has that first yeah, real that, watch yeah, where yeah. it's, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so I'll never forget that moment. It's, like, yo, you know, these people respect me enough to let me do this, like, you know, I'm I'm here, you know, 18 years old, I think I was at that point, one wow. Michelin star. Like, That's mad respect. Word. And then, you know, my father's right here with it. So that was, that was a huge moment for me. That that really felt like, you know, Damn, you know bro, look, a you small victory, that, but you know it's like, saying? yeah. No, it's you a know major what victory. What you mean? To be able to be in a Michelin star kitchen at 18 years old and be able to say, yo, like, they, they're telling you you can take a night off. Not like, hey, I need to take a night off. My pops is in town. They're like, okay, your pops is in town. Take a night off. They were like, no, no, no. We recognize this right. importance. Right. Go for it. And that, that might speak on the culture of Italy itself, but still, human nature, they could have they not done it. And you could have right, been on the yeah, line. Yeah. That could have never happened. Like, yeah, that was right. a huge thing, man. Like, you yeah. know, I, I'll never forget, like, sitting at the table, like, swirling the wine. My father likes Chardonnay. He, don't, he doesn't know wine, but, like, when he sits down and he wants some wine, he orders Chardonnay every time. And I'm like, nah, dad, like, I got you. I'm about yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to show you, you know what I'm saying? We're yeah. going to do it right this time. Thank We're, you know, yeah. and we, we had a good time. And it was like, you know. Is it's that just, restaurant still open? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. well, I mean. Through COVID? They're open in, in a sense that they're doing, like, kind of something similar to what I'm doing, the takeout thing. Yeah. But, you know, they're, they're steamrolling through it, man. That's Those people, up. You know, they, they, they definitely grind out there. Like you said, you, you went in to, to the industry, kind of just, like, lax days, go about it just for money. And you got a little more serious. Right. And then you're really into it. So, right. like, speaking more, it's like now, uh, like, going into your vision. Let's say when you started at Legacy. Okay. Like, how, does, how is your vision now, then compared to now, having your own... So it's it's crazy, man, because, you know, I, I like, I'm a cook. Like, at heart, I'm a cook, man. Like, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? I love working the line. Like, I, you know, I hate it for everything that there is to hate about it, but, 
you know what I'm saying? If somebody asked me to work the line right now, like, you know what I'm saying? I'd be a little itchy, like, you know what I'm saying? I like that rush, you feel me? I love service. So it's like, when I was working at, when I came to Legacy, I was coming off of Michelin Star Kitchen, 30 seats, every single plate was scrutinized, you know, seven to 14 course menus, plus Amos Bouche, plus Piccolo Pasticceria, plus mid-courses. So I'm coming from, like, myself, the sous chef, and the executive chef, so you know what I'm saying? And then there's me, like, I'm the cook, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm just getting it from all around, you feel me? And then to go from that for, like, seven months back into a, an environment like Legacy, which was an environment like Jackie Hollow, like, real fast-paced, a lot of covers, push, push, push. Like, yeah. it took me a smooth, like, two months to adapt back into it because, like, I tell people all the time, when I worked in Italy, like, we don't use our knives. Like, really, there's no... Dishes out there, there it's not you're not cutting, you know, a bunch of shallots and a bunch of onions and a bunch of carrots and a bunch of uh, fennel and a bunch of you like it's not like that. You wow. know what I'm saying? One dish consists of three ingredients. You know what I mean? Interesting. Like, yeah. The pasta is two, three ingredients plus the olive oil. Like it's not. It's a different beast. So going from that, and then I remember my first day at Legacy on Pasta Station, like with caviar. You know, a nine pasta menu. Like, I went from, like, a four or five pasta menu to a nine pasta menu plus caviars or the Tonarelli that made yeah, it ten, yeah. two tanks. Like, I was boiling pots of water. Every single pasta that I cooked in Italy got a separate pot of water. Fresh water. Fresh salt. Every time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was going from, like... Yo, if you told somebody like, in New York City, we made you, we made your husband's pasta, now we got to get new water to make your pasta, right. they would be like... Who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Are you kidding me? I'm telling you, like, I used to tell people, like, bro, we, we, during service, when we had 15 or less covers, we would have the pasta machines set up on my station. Cause at first, no, the, the second half of when I worked there, I was working the pasta station, the Amos Boo station, the pastry station, and the Piccolo Pasticceria station. So, and the first, and, yeah, and appetizers. So yeah. it was crazy. So it was like, we would have the pasta machines set up when people would order tallerine or plin or anything like that, like, you know, when it got fired, I would roll the pasta out, pipe, 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 flip, pinch, 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 cut, 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 scoop into the water. You know what I'm saying? Not even like, like a no, no drying process whatsoever. No, no, no. Like fresh pasta. <laughs> to like fresh pasta. <laughs> like this, this touched the air for 30 seconds. You know what completed. I'm saying? Yeah. Like this, you know, the tallerine, like I'm, I'm taking my sheet, cutting it straight from my hand into the water. Fresh pasta. You know what I'm saying? To, like, Legacy, where it was like, all right, we got eight full sheet trays of Cavatelli tonight. To, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? Like, and, and we're going to, you know, yeah. save some of that for tomorrow. Like, Dude, damn. I'd probably sell maybe 15 Cavatellis. You. My sec- and, yeah. how many, yeah. and how many my servers section. were there? So, yeah. you, you feel me? So, it was yeah. like, and it's not that I had never done that kind of work before, but it's just that I wasn't in that, you know wow. what I'm saying? And, yeah, I think we spoke about this, actually, yeah. like, when yeah. I came back. Cause we kind of, we were cool from you know mm-hmm. off rip when I staged there for a month. Yeah, I, I was psyched when you came back because I thought word. he was going to Italy. I thought Chef Ryan was just like plugs him in. He was like, okay, I got a good guy. He's going to come learn. Uh, maybe I thought Chef Dave had some like um, some some type of involvement into it. Then I realized I was like, oh, oh, he's he came back. He's really with us now. He's actually I was like, is he here to stay? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's what's, that's, nah, what's, yeah. that's, what's, that's what's up, yo. We need that shit. Like, yeah, I mean, you, and you, you I can you know see it. I, we we were talking about it yesterday. And it's like I I always kept the approach in the kitchen, like you know I. You know, I'm not like a, a cocky person. I'm not like a a very like, you know, I, I'd rather just, you know, actions speak louder than words kind of yeah. thing. So especially when I came to New York, I'm like, you know, boom, like, you know, there's really not much to say off rip, but I don't I don't even want to say much. You know, I just, <laughs> yeah. you know, I want to get in, learn, you know, first and foremost, get my stuff done. And you feel me? Like, 
you know, let everybody else just, you know what I'm saying? If you oh, yeah. if you rock with it, you rock with it. If not, cool, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just here to get the knowledge at the end of the day. So right. that was my attitude. And, you know, I kept that and, you know, it worked out for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just, just obtain it, you know? Right, 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 right. That's the most important thing. Like, you know, I feel like people, especially I noticed this in New York, like people really get caught up in the politics, you know what I'm saying, of working in the kitchen. But it's not... You know, there's more to it than, like, who's better than who, who's faster than who, who's this, that, or the third. You know, if you're really there for the passion and for the grind, for the craft, you know, just just do your thing. You know what that's I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's about passion. Right, like right. You have to, if you're there to make a dollar, we're going to find out real quick. Right, the passion right, right. is always there. When you were creating uh, Esso, Artisanal Pastas, like, what are a couple of things that you really didn't take into account that you underestimated? How busy we would get, man. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, bro, like, I, you know, like, you could ask Christina, you could ask Joel, you could ask Isaiah, like, you know what I'm saying? When I, like, I was on some, you know, like, I was confident in myself. It was never a lack of confidence, but it, like, the way that it blew up and the way things happened for us yeah. is, like, ridiculous. Like, even, like, you know, the reason why we're doing these interviews back-to-back is because I can't come to the city it twice. It makes sense, though. It, 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 yeah. I can't. You feel me? Like, yeah. I can't lose that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm behind right now. You feel me? Like, <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you coming out but here. But you know, you know, you know it's all love. Yeah, but I'm saying, sure. like, I completely, more than anything, I underestimated just how much you know love we would get from the community and the wow. surrounding communities around Morristown. Like, I mean, we opened up shop and it was like, whoosh. You wow. feel me? So, so you expected a slower rollout? Yeah, I mean, I expected the people that did come by to really love our products. And what happened was like the mass of people that came by really loved our products wow. and they come back you feel me it's not like we haven't had you know yeah you feel me whole like, room is surrounded the <laughs> you know we you know we've been good so yeah that's good hope it stays that way for sure Yo, it will stay that it, way not even hoping it word. will manifest you know what i'm saying manifest did it ever get ugly at a point that you find yourself Nah, i mean like i you know we were speaking yesterday about yeah. the whole sleep thing like you know you know, I definitely, like I said, you know, we got a, you know, we got a funny dynamic. Like my boy is like, you know, he be on my ass like, yo, man, you got to get sleep. Now, fuck that. I got to get sleep, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You on your own. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I be, I'm more like, yo, man, fuck it. Let's get this shit done. Like, let's go, 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 go. You feel yeah. me? Even if I'm hurting, I'm like, you know, I'm that way. You feel Push. me? I just want it. You feel yeah. me? I'm a dog with it. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, and it's good. It's a good balance because like we probably run ourselves into the ground if like, he was on the same stuff that I'm on. You right. feel me? So, you know, and it's all love. And so I appreciate, like, someone to kind of yeah. be like, yo, I, you know, bet, like, that's what's up. But you need that. You feel me? Like, as far as things getting ugly, it's like, you know, it's things only get ugly if you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we definitely, you know, we definitely have, you know, our plates full and we definitely need to, you know what I'm saying, dish it out. But it ain't nothing that we can't handle. You right. feel me? If it was true something that. I couldn't handle, I wouldn't be here. You feel that's me? True. I wouldn't have got this far. So. It's yeah. all for me. I mean, we put it like that. Damn right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Word. Yeah. You talking that talk? You know what I'm saying? But that's how it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's you know, it's all up here with it. Like, right. So you you got a storefront, right? You got like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a piece of that's inside of a bakery, right? Right, right, right. Real like, cool. That that lady. Uh, shout out to Andrea Leckberg. She was actually our pastry chef at Jackie Hall Bar and Kitchen. Okay. So that's where the connection. Oh, was it's made. a thorough connection. Real thorough. And that's it's like up. you know, don't burn those bridges. You know what I'm Never. saying? Never. Especially if it's like if you had a good rapport there and you did you did well. There's no need to. There's no need to burn. burn you know, to even like. Be cocky with it. Like, I don't talk to you ever again. Like, when will you ever feel comfortable to take on more? Like, when are you going to add more to your menu? Like, when man, are you gonna, like, what's what's we we ready, man? So like, we got some big surprises. Like, I wish, like, I you know, I really had wished that like there was an opportunity for us to come here and use the kitchen because like I got you know I got stuff up my sleeve for real. God, we we wish. just we made some you know some some pretty uh pretty interesting investments and we got some new 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 you know coming on the menu yeah. soon. 
And uh, I think anything you can talk about. No, nah, I mean just know, just know that it, you know what I'm saying. I'm the, you know, yeah. Just you know, I'll, I'll be back out here to you know drop yeah. something off for you. But of course, uh, of course, we uh. So I think for for now, I think that the best way to uh to to keep everybody interested is to keep the kind of format that we have now. You know, five pastas, five sauces. Do like that because I mean nobody wants a big menu. I don't want a big menu and. At the end of the day, you know, you don't want to stretch yourself too thin and you want to keep, you know, what you have up your sleeve fresh. You feel me? Right. Like, if I could do 50 things, that don't mean I got to put them all out there at once. Right. You know? I think you're putting out the five things great. The right. Five great things. And right. Like, and all then, great. you know, alternate, transition. Yeah. Why well, have 15 things that are For what? okay? Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And that you got to, you know. Yeah. And it's weird because I feel like we grew up off the idea of having more is better. And th- and that goes to, like, also, like, another thing that I really, like, you talk about, like, things that I didn't expect, like, the level, you know, and this is, again, not to be, you know, not to be uh, cocky or anything like that, but the level that we're making this pasta on and making these sauces on, I really expected people to be like, oh, that, you know, you know, $10 for a pint of tomato sauce or, you know, $24 for a pint of pesto, like, no way. But it's like, not only did we not receive feedback like that but the people like there have been multiple people that told me that our products were underpriced i thought they were underpriced they were like yeah they were like dude like I'm you could charge them, you, you know <laughs> you could yeah word yeah it's cool it's cool because you know we wanted to be you know but you know i was like all right you know because i remember when we was like about to roll out the menu and you know me and joel was going back and forth and he's like well you know the food cost is this so we got to make it there and then like he'll pause and he'll be like but ain't nobody gonna buy that shit you know right, what i'm saying but but, that, but you know it was a great move. Like anybody who cares about profits will tell you that wasn't. But anybody who knows about how longevity, what it's all about, right, that was right. the greatest move ever because you made it affordable so people can get in. Right, exactly. Like you- Everybody's getting taken care of. We're getting taken care of. The guests are getting taken care of. Yeah. No need to be too greedy. And, you know, I, I, I'm just happy that, you know, not only are people not worried about the prices, but the people that maybe felt, you know, mm-hmm, after they tasted the product, they like, oh, oh, right. you feel me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I ain't never had this before. I mean, so. I thought it was great. I had no problem spending the amount I spent on that pasta because I had shit in the pasta. And right, was but you work pasta. in the industry, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's different for, like, someone like you and I true. who is a part of this than, like, someone who gets their pasta from ShopRite and their That's sauce true. from, you know what I'm Three, saying? Like $7 for a family pasta nah, as opposed to... 99 cents for a pound of Barilla, baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so... it. We got, some we got credit. those people getting <laughs> pasta from us now, so it's like okay, you know this is this is this is great. So on that note, I think that's a great time to uh, do a brief intermission. Cool, cool, cool. We'll cool. save some time, you know, for the good old advertisements, or and then uh, we'll get back and we'll talk about New York and see how that features in your career. Word up, word up. The wine enjoyed on this episode was provided by Parcel Wine Shop. A curated wine shop and online retailer with nationwide shipping curated by a team of New York's finest sommeliers. Located at 511 West 38th Street in Hudson Yards, New York City. Subscribe to Parcells Wine Drop, a new delivery service featuring three hand-selected bottles for $95 per month. Also, check out their pop-up at 632 Hudson to taste the wine and enjoy delicious eats from Chef Ron Yan. Parcel, wine for every scenario. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot Plates and Grapes podcast, a podcast made for those on the grind by those on the grind in the hospitality industry. I'm your host, Aaron Mays, and I interview guests on the good, bad, and ugly coming up in the hospitality industry. Check out our new episodes every other Tuesday at 7 p.m. And welcome back to the Hot Plates and Grapes podcast. This is Aaron Mays, your host, and I'm with AJ Sankofa. Yes, sir. Uh, 
founder, co-founder, 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 co-founder of SO Artisanal Pasta. My dude worked with him at Legacy Records. We're about to open up this Vietti, the Perbaco, the Nebbiolo. It's pretty much like a baby Barolo. It's real good. That. Yeah, it needs that. that. It's very cost effective. Maybe like twenty five bucks. Shout out very Parcel nice. for holding it down, as always, blessing us with the with the means for conversation. Always a blessing. So now that we're back, I'm gonna open this wine up, and then I'm gonna ask you about how does New York feature in your career? Like, does it was it just inspiration? I know you were born here, right? But like coming back to it, was it because you were inspired? You want to be around New York, or is it just for opportunity to grow? All the above, man. All the above. I mean, coming from working underneath New York City chefs, living in Jersey, you know, hearing all the stories, being born here, like, you know, there was always like that natural pull, you know, like I remember when I was uh, maybe April or March, March maybe of 2019, I think is when we first met. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, you know, I was out here for like a month and I just remember like every time I would get off the train, like my heartbeat was like, you know what I'm oh, saying? Like, shit. Boom, boom. <laughs> like, you know, I'd be looking around like, damn, like I'm supposed to be here. You feel me? Like yeah. I felt it. And it was like, you know, now looking at it, it's like I, I would not be sitting here had I never came to New York. I wouldn't be in this position. I wouldn't have like, you know, the the opportunities. And, you know, like I said earlier, just just based off of my relationship with Christina, like I said, like us building her business you know, was the, the, the foreground for building my business. Right. And so, like, everything, the way it worked out, like, the people I met, the connections I made, the relationships I built, like, it's all just, you know, opportunity knocked, and I just took it, you feel me? Yeah, like, and yeah. to the fucking door. I, I can kind of agree with that, because I was in Virginia, I was working at a restaurant, and I worked for this lady, she was, a, like, a 65-year-old Turkish lady, hope Sabelle's doing well, love that lady to death, even to this day, and she saw it in me, I didn't see it in myself. That good? Money, money. I didn't see it. I didn't even see it myself, bro. Like, I just remember I was working with her. She promoted me to be a manager. And then she was like, you know, actually, you need to be in a higher level. You can go higher. She's like, I, I learned in New York. You should you should go to New York. Right, too. right. And that's how, it, that's how Chef thrive. Kevin was with me. He yeah. was like, listen, man, when I was coming, when I told him, like, yo, I got to come back from Italy, he was like, you know, don't mess around in Jersey. Like, I got you. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we got you hooked up out in, uh, you know, we got you the stage of Legacy Records before, you know, we gonna plug you right in. And, you know, it kinda worked from there. Like I needed to be I needed to get a taste of what it was like to be, you know, small dog again. Because I had like grown so much in Jersey, it was like I had respect not only in the kitchen that I worked in, but then, you know, in other multiple kitchens throughout throughout the state. Like people know, you know what I'm saying, what's up. So yeah. I needed to be back on the bottom, you feel me? To really grow. You know, really blossom. Yeah, because you feel like you hit a certain point, but like you, you hit that plateau. Higher. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like you can go higher. Right. Oh, you can always go higher. If you're you know the best saying? in your, in that room, wrong room. Yeah, wrong room. And that's right. why that, like I said, when I came to Legacy, like I said, that change of pace, that change of you know, going back to that that culture was like, it was great for me. I felt motivated by being like one of the underdogs in the kitchen. Like, right. all right, word, let me prove myself. Appreciate yeah. it, bro. That sounds legit though, because like, it is like. It's weird because I got got here the same, and I was like, okay, I'm in culinary school, I can crush this. Like, mm-hmm. I got this. Nobody else is out here like this. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, I walk into, and everybody's out here like mm-hmm. this. Yeah, yeah. Without yeah, even nah. education, I was right, like, okay, right, good. Right, this yeah. is what's up. I can you grind. I can yeah. grind again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important. Like, you know, it was. Uh, thank you, man. Appreciate of course, it, man. Salute. It was great. Like the struggle was great, man. Like you know, I remember every single day, like before work, I'd be like, "All right, boy, I gotta do this. I gotta do this." this, this. And then, like, I, I'll never forget, like the the family meal aspect used to always get me. I'm like, man, because the pasta station, as you know, was crazy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The setup, the space. You like, were dolo out there at one. Point. And I was dolo. Yeah. Like one point, I was dolo. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, I was dolo. 
shout out Chef Matt actually, because Chef Matt was the man. You know what I'm saying? Like Fridays and Saturdays, he always made sure he was on, over on risotto, like you know, helping out plating up. And you know, every everybody was real. You know, you know, they fit in where they could, but you know, like the 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 responsibilities like really fell heavy, and it was like. You know, just figuring it out. You know, every time you step into a new kitchen, you're always going to be, you feel me? Because you don't know the space. You you don't know you don't know how many steps to the right without looking or how many steps to the left. You, you don't have those motions, you know what I'm saying? It's that, not muscle memory. Yet. Right, right. Yeah. So, it, you know, and it took me a minute to, to get that there. And, uh, you know, but thankfully, you know, I had the right attitude and people, you know, they picked up on that energy and they were helpful towards me. Nobody was really like, nobody interpreted me as like a threat or like somebody that was coming in trying to, you feel me? So I, you know. The reason why I grew and blossomed so much while I was there is because I had the help, you know what I'm right. saying? And, the, you know, the team environment was, like, great, you feel me? So That's good. You know, I always, I always appreciated that. And even front of house, too, like, even you and, you know, Anthony, you know, multiple people from the front would always, you know, say what's up to me. Of course, Or ask yeah. me how I was doing, or you feel me? Like Yeah. But, but that was a culture, like, it's right, kind of yeah, built. Yeah. They kind of made it so, like, there wasn't a divide. So when we're speaking about the industry... And that you've cooked in a lot of different kitchens. You said, like, even, like, yeah. being in Legacy, the push was different. Yeah. But um, did... Is that a drawing factor? Like, could you like? Would you be back? Would you be able to go back? Would you want to Esso to even operate like that if it could? Nah. So for Esso, man, like my big thing with Esso is that I want to do. That I wanted to do something different. What I've learned throughout working in restaurants over you know the past six years of my life is that when you make a dish, when she, like let's for example, because this is something you could relate to, like when you see Chef Henry make a dish, when you see him plate up something beautiful, you know what I'm saying, and like you know you look at it and you watch him work and you you see like the effort he put into it, the perfect cuts, you know this that and the third, and you taste it and you you feel that connection, and then he gives that mise en place to me, for example, yeah, and or he gives that mise en place to another cook or whatever it is, and then you throw two hundred covers on that, it's not the same, right. And what I wanted to do with Esso was, you know, the reason why we don't cook any of the food is like, okay, I put my everything into this sauce. I put my everything into this pasta. Here. You feel me? Yeah. Here's the instructions. Here you go. Nice. Because I can't make this, perf- like, perfection for everybody mm. in one night. Right. For seven nights a week. Right, but what I Five can do, <laughs> what I can do is do all the work that leads to the perfection. On all you got to do is go home, put the sauce in the pan, boil the noodles, follow the instructions that I give you, and you'll have that. Wow, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That the the my big takeaway from working in restaurants was that like Chef Henry said to me one time, he was like, "The only person that really knows what I want is me," mm-hmm. and that really stuck with me. I was like, you know, you're right, man. Like I can't, you know. Even if even if I do even if you tell me to do something and I do it perfectly, I still probably didn't follow it step by step the way you did. Right. And at some point that'll probably trip me up. At some point there's gonna be a you know I'm gonna stray from yeah, the path. Yeah. It's just natural. It's not your vision, especially not, under pressure. You right. know what I mean? And then you know talking about the pressure, it's like you can't. No one, no one can like unless. Speaking from like the understaffed point of view that we were always in, and j- most restaurants are in, yeah, you cannot perform, you know, the same way with thirty guys as you know with ten, right? And you know, when you got ten guys taking care of three hundred guys versus thirty guys taking care of three hundred guys, yeah, it's you a know, huge so difference. like for yeah. me, like with Esso specifically with the pasta, I just wanted to give the customer, the guests, the clients, just like my everything, right, and make it as simple as possible for them to have. 
my experience at home. You know what I'm saying? That was really important to me. Yeah. And then as far as expanding into something new, we have, you know, we have a lot of things up our sleeve that don't even involve pasta that don't, you know what I'm saying? And it's, oh, you're, you know, because, so you know, I, you know, there's, you know, there's spending. more to it, but, yeah, you know, it it's just, we need to, like I said, we're, you know, I'm a little behind right now as we're having this conversation. Yeah. We need to get this to run itself. And once that happens, then we can sit back and say, okay. Now it's time to, you know, let this loose. Right. And get that to run itself. We'll let that loose. You know what I'm saying? Get some more and, ammo. Know, get them clips in there. Right. And, you know, it's, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen over years. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not, there's no rush. Right. So, but, you know, we got it. You That's know, good, we though. Got I'm it. glad you can, like, you know, get the traction down to where you need it. It's not like, okay, like, they want, I got to get it. Like, you're, you're moving at your, at your pace. You know, you may feel like you're behind. It appears that you're ahead. It, right, it, and it, you it know, years that you're, uh, and that's all that matters. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, at so the end of the day, you're, you're, do, you're blanking in it well. So, is there like a certain like expertise, a diversity of cuisine, or a style of service that's like that's just different compared to the rest of the world that you find in New York? Like that's just like is this is this the most unique style of dining that New York has offered? Nobody can match it. Do you feel that way? You sometimes? mean legacy specifically? Not really specifically. Legacy. I think legacy did some great things. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I don't really know when it comes down to like the other serving styles i just felt the most comfortable with legacy mm-hmm. in their serving style but like in who would have like total all the total it all up would you speak like new york is like in a class by itself like nobody can really bring a new york feel or what they do expertise wise anywhere else in the world i would say the best meal i had in new york uh, i did a 14 14 or 15 course tasting menu at la bernardin actually when i was oh, yeah. i think i was i might have been 19 or 20 years old actually um and me, me, and my sous chef, we we still to this day joke about the 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 sommelier and the guy that came with the bread. Like after the course, like after every single course was cleared, the guy with the bread, they had like five different types of breads. They had like two different types of focaccia. They had like trecha. They they had all these different breads. And like every single time the guy would come around, my boy would just be like lean back and he'd be like. Tufakach. And it was just like, it was just ridiculous. Like, yeah. I mean, the per- perfection. Yeah. And then every single time the the sommelier would come around, he'd be like, oh, y'all next course. Yeah. You know, like I'm sitting in a basement tavern. You know, it yeah. was just like old world, like crazy. And just I swan like, you the fuck up. And it, the food was like extremely simple. Mm-hmm. The service was unmatched. Right. And I remember, like, you know, at the end of the meal, we went back to the kitchen to meet Chef Eric Repair, and it was, like, 30 dudes just, like, bent over. Silence. You know, if I'm speaking towards New York City, LeBernard Den def- definitely did it for me, and I would say, like, eating at LeBernard Den after going to Italy just reminded me of being in, it, it reminded, oh, okay. it reminded me up. of being in Europe. That's you know? good, yeah. Like, I feel, like, personally, like, that that style of service was very European, I don't think a lot of American restaurants have that, like, I shouldn't say that they don't. I, I would say the ones that I've experienced throughout New York City didn't have that same passion or the same level of focus or the same level of intensity okay. or the same level of attention to detail. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, if, like, if a fork dropped midair, it was being caught. <laughs> if your napkin was, like, I, there was one time where I was leaning back and I was drinking my wine and my napkin was dirty and someone literally, like, without me even seeing, snagged my dirty napkin and threw a fresh one down. Like, literally, like, slapped it down on my thigh. Like, and I just looked down, fresh napkin. Yeah. And I'm like... You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like wild service. Wine, I think. Wild service. You know, like you know, who who's who is like 
they had you know you, you know in tennis you know you're watching Venus and Serena and you know the 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 ball boys on the side and they're like just waiting there for the ball to go and they're just yeah hit the <laughs> and you know what I mean like that's what back. it was like and yeah. then yeah right back like right nothing back. happened like that's what it was like it was like crazy to me that's wild so that that was a big one so that's like your best experience in the city definitely yeah for sure definitely that's what's up man and that, I think that was 2017 I wish, I wish yeah. I had more experiences like that. Uh, you mentioned saying like you know even with your so take of having you know fresh pasta you know great sauce here you I gave you the the car now you drive it mm, right so like is that like that's your mindset that your work is that what's setting you different like is it your work ethic that that approach or like what's setting you aside from everybody else I think everything man I think like the the first and foremost and this is a philosophy I got from Chef Kevin Sippel is like you know I like I'm more concerned about getting the guests like the best like i'm gonna if i'm gonna make something i'm gonna make it the best that i can make it mm-hmm. like i'm really not trying to cut corners i'm really not trying to cut costs like i'm really trying to just put you know here you know what i yeah, mean just like, give you just give you some great shit you know what i mean so the industry forces you to kind of not be that way the industry forces you to 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 look at things more so from a financial perspective and mm-hmm. you know luckily the way our business model is set up, I can still do that and still do what I'm doing now, you know, still do what I want to do and do that. Because, you know, at the end of the day, there's no plates, there's no silverware, there's no servers, there's no napkins, there's no glassware, there's no costs. Right. Uh, You know, we we cut all that out. Yeah. So now all that money that would be dished out is just, you know, able to be redirected into. That's like 20 percent more. Yeah, yeah. More. Well, it depends on your, your model, yeah. But like, yeah, depending on, but I mean, it's... But that's cool. Like, I feel like you've figured it out, and I feel like a lot of people may emulate that model. Because I think... No, and, you know, we weren't like even really... the forefront of the innovation, really. Yeah, we weren't even really trying. It's just, you know, with, with COVID, you know, you couldn't open a restaurant. Right. So it's like... And then on top... Then I kind of just realized, well, wait, this is a lot better. Because, I mean... Like I said, nothing is worse than having something beautiful, having something great, having something excellent, and then when it comes time to give it, to, 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 to present it, yeah. not being able to achieve that same level of perfection. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really Because rough. of service, you know? Yeah. So many variables. Like, the, the biggest struggle that I see for chefs is, like, a chef has to deal with so many different people before they get to the guest. Yeah. So I mean, the cook. The, no, I mean, the CDC and the sous chefs and the, you know, junior sous chefs, then the cooks, mm-hmm. then the commies. And the food runner, the expo. And the food runner can you know, ruin like, everything in a matter of seconds. Seconds. They're and holding then, the plate at a different, at a weird angle. Sauce is running down. Like, it, I've seen plates just get ruined. Just how do you go? It looks great. You picked it up and somehow ruined it mm-hmm. without even touching the food. But right. you somehow ruined it by the time it right. got to a table. It's like 30 seconds. It's, it, even the 30 seconds. Like, think about Legacy. Like, even the walk from the past at Legacy to... <laughs> Like and then like from there like imagine me like I, when I worked at Jackie Hollow the kitchen was upstairs, what? so it's okay. like for the dining room the walk was like I would say half the length of Legacy from the past to the dining room. Yeah, but if you had a dish that was going to the Rascaler or the patio, I mean you were literally walking like a hundred meters oh damn near. Like I mean ridiculous lengths. You know fitness. what I mean? Fitness yeah. to the max, stairs yeah. up down. Like <laughs> so it's like. That was always extremely frustrating for me. Yeah. Like, and I was never, you know, I was never an executive chef, you know what right. I mean, or anything like that. I was always just a cook, and I was always like, damn, you know, I just did everything that I possibly could to get this food on the plate in a timely manner, and it's 
either just sitting there or it's just walking out real lackadaisically to the table. Oh, because, yeah. like, yeah. how can I get you, and I'm just using you as an example, as right. a food runner course, or someone yeah. that handled food at Legacy, mm -hmm. to be on the same page as me when it's this sense of urgency. Like, at the end of the day, you can't. Either you want it or you don't. Either right. you feel me or you don't. I can't tell you anything to me. You know, like, you know, you're in pre-shift and, you know, you're telling the, the runners, like, oh, the kitchen, you know, the kitchen this, the kitchen that. We need you guys. But, the, you know, nobody's really listening yeah, unless they most want of those to. people in those ranks who don't want to come up are going to think, like, yeah, whatever. Like, but that's hey. how it is. There's, right. you, there's no way to do it. Like, right. I felt the same way multiple times when I worked in the front of house. Like, when I went from back waiter to food runner, I was like, yikes. Yeah, it's like, rough. Because I was diddy bopping through yeah. that restaurant. You know what I'm saying? See, and like then it's you, like. Yeah, you get nice and they move you up. And it's like. But at the same time, you don't want to be nice and stuck. No, never. At the same time. Never. It's so, like, it's a, you know, it's a catch 22 like we talked about yesterday. Yeah. You yeah. It's, it's ah, life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking whack. <laughs> so like you mentioned like COVID was the reasoning for opening up Jasso even because oh, yeah. helped you do that. But oh, like yeah. but like why now? You could have kicked back. You could have relaxed. You could have just collected unemployment. You could have just nah. waited for more chances to learn. Like why now? That's just my personality, man. I'm not I've never been good with the you know, the standstill, the sit still, the you know what I'm saying? I got a lot going always. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm always on something, you feel me? Like even even throughout the midst of all of this, I have so many ideas that I haven't even set out loud yet. Mm. Like in my notes, there's just pages. Hasn't reached pages, pages. Re yeah. Right, because I, you know, I'm I'm the type of person like I hate to like front my move. Like, you know, so I I just when it was me when it when it got to that point, like I said, we're on the couch, Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. I'm like antsy, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. uncomfortable. I'm like, you feel me? Yeah. And then so it was like at first it was like okay, well maybe you know I I really passionately felt like you know i you know maybe i can give this you know opportunity to christina to really shine like she has something she's passionate about like that she's really wanted to do this whole time like how can i help her achieve that you know yeah. what i mean because i've done things you feel me like i've made moves and i was like maybe this can be her move you know maybe and and if i can help her do that you know i will you feel me and then it you know from there it was like okay you know now it's my turn like you know we still you know COVID is here it's not going anywhere yeah. and then so now it's just like you know, you just gotta keep it going. Like I'm, love, yeah. I'm not. You feel me? Like we took advantage of COVID for that first month to the max. You feel me? And <laughs> so I'm good off that for a while. You, you, you never listen to your parents when they right. tell you. It's I remember, when I started working, man, I was 15 years old when I started working. My aunt, um, uh, you know, shout out Aunt Debbie. She, she said to me, she, cause I was going, I was going ape. You know what I'm saying? I always yeah. wanted to be at work, and she was like, listen, you know enjoy your childhood while you can you're going to be working for the rest of your life until you die and i was like you know i felt her but i was like nah man you that bread you know what i'm saying like i'm trying to go to the movies this yeah, weekend you know yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> like me 20 dollars, please word, but, let me go over my business but now i'm like <laughs> damn like i should have just went outside and played basketball or i should have just been skateboarding out yeah York. like because shit man you can't stop you yeah know? and the order you get you think okay i, I get orders it's gonna be e a little easier i, I get on more standing it's like no okay you no. get ordered now you got health insurance now right, now right. Your back now your back's hurting right and now all these things are coming up it's like Knees. oh i think you might have knocked the check up now you gotta be responsible <laughs> like everything everything man. can happen at once you just get right. older and life's just getting worse <laughs> you know? <laughs> so yeah. for, so from now from this point on where you see yourself going what, what, what's the end game really just up man up just till infinity you know what i mean like would you could you do it until you're 60 70 man i told you 70 right, yesterday right, 70 yeah. 70's, 70 is the number at, once number. you hit 70 you got a mac nice. you know what i'm saying nah. i think if you're making pasta so 70 you got almost hey but you see that I, you gotta pasta. follow the instagram page uh uh pasta grannies man Nin they in, there? in their 90s 100 100 years old man it's hard work but it's uh 
once you have it in your hands, like you can't, you know, like when you spend enough time doing something, you never really lose it. Like, for example, like I, I spent like seven years of my life, like as an avid skateboarder. I'm not as nice as I was when I was 15, when I was like really jumping off crazy stuff in New York City. Like, but Scaling shit. at the same time, if I hop on a skateboard, you know, I'll still ride down the biggest hill, you know, yeah. I'll. It'll take me a couple of tries, but I'll still do a kickflip. Like That's I, how I'm a ball, you man. know. Right, basketball, yeah. same I'm thing. I'm not gonna like, run full court, but we can go half, and I'm like, right, give some we work. could go half now. Yeah. I'm good off full we court. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it, it just doesn't go away. So, like, with, yeah. you know, with you know, when you're passionate about something, you do it for a while. It's like it doesn't matter what I do; I always have like, you know, what I'm saying it's here, it's here, it's here, it's here, but it's also here. You know, right? And you're and you're making moves off of it because you have to. You right. gotta, you know, the things that you're good at and the things that you like to do. I think that was uh, Derek Van Duzer. That was uh, Chef Kevin's, one of his really good friends. Um, he was actually his sous chef at Alto when they had, uh, I think that was one Michelin star. Okay. He said to me, he was like, listen, man, before, because they actually left Jackie Hollow at the same time. And at one of the last times we all hung out, he said to me, he was like, listen, find the things that you love to do and just chase that. Mm. And I remember, like, I literally, like, made a note. I still have the note on my iPhone. Like, Good. Yeah, keep it. Don't, pasta, don't. Yeah. bread. Like, it was like, what do you love to do? I was like, pasta, bread. And, like, we... She, she we, just wrote gluten. We, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unhealthy. That's yeah. All I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> gain weight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Straight carbs. Just gain weight. But, um, you know, and and I still have that note. And it was like, you know, we were just testing out some focaccias, like, the other week. You know, we got stuff up our sleeve. But, like, those were the two things. And that was... 2017 oh shit 2017 that i wrote that note so it's like you know look at you now though, three years, right man. you know that's what i'm saying right it's the manifest yeah. and so and i didn't even do that on purpose well i'm glad you ain't deny what, it was, what was coming in front of you I'm that's glad what i'm you, saying you reaped the benefits you planted right. your seeds you reap what you sow and there you go that's it man you know shit you're here now and speaking of being here now like now's the time to plug in anything and everything that you're involved with like 100 plug anybody projects charities what you're going to be doing, what you got coming out the way, I'm going to this time for you. Man, plug, that's a lot of plugs. First and foremost, like I said in the beginning, man, major shout out to Chef Kevin Sipple, you know, never could have been here, never could have been, you know what I'm saying? All of this is, you know, just because he believed in me, really, he he saw something and he just let me run with it. You know, he was letting me run around the kitchen. He was letting me, you know, take the pasta machine from the pasta lady and make crazy pastas. He was letting me work the line when I had no business doing it. So, you know, I, I you know, I, you know, Gotta give it to him. Uh, you know, shout out to late Justin Pahalik too. He was uh, you know, rest in peace. He was Chef Kevin's right hand man, you know what I'm saying? Always big shout out to my family, shout out to Isaiah, shout out to Christina, you know, my mother down in North Carolina, shout out to her. I haven't seen her in a minute, but you know, and then, you know, business wise, shout out to shout out to Andrea really for giving us the opportunity to have the storefront, grow green Morristown for always hooking us up for nice you know, nice vegetables, antique Sapori for getting us the finest of Italian meats. And just importing all of our olive oils and our specialty products. Um, the list goes on, man. I always, whenever I watch like celebrities do this, I'm like, I know they forgot hella people, you and I, and I know somebody. I'm doing it right now too. I'm like, damn. Uh, it, feels uh, like, it feels like you crossed a good threshold. Nah, like shout out Italy, yeah. man. Shout out Egypt. Shout out Chef Andrea Larosa. You know what I'm saying? All of them. You feel me? They, you know, they played a major role in the 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 upbringing of my knowledge on pasta and just like really showing me what's what. You feel me? Yeah. Um. Damn, you know, shout out the Buffalo Club, shout out Jackie Hollow, shout out Chris Cannon. Um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Juice, you feel me? Yeah. 
<laughs> everybody, man. Yeah. Like everybody who's watching this, like if I forgot you, it's not even you know. It's just, it's it's it's, it's this, and yeah, and <laughs> yeah, just off the riff, yeah. You yeah. know, shout out my father. You know, you know we like, got we got love for you. Don't worry, we got, we got love for you. Come on. So man. yeah, I mean, and you know, S Artisanal Pasta, mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram. That's yeah. where we be at. Website is coming soon. We are working on the finishing nice. touches. So man, hey, I'm gonna raise my glass to you, bro. And if you can just, you know, we we coming to the end. I want to thank you for coming out, man. Thank you for for bringing that lovely that the, the Asti that shit was amazing. Word up, nah, that's all good, Isaiah good, back good there, Frizzante. man. Thank you, Isaiah. Word Much up, love with that. And uh, I'm gonna let you, you know, do a toast to the to this afternoon, man. What you got on your mind? All I got on my mind is Esso, man, and that's just a celebratory eso, term. You feel me? Esso, esso. I'll celebrate with you with that, bro. It's funny as hell because when we met, like. Way back in like March, I remember we was in the locker room chopping it up. Yeah. He was like, "Yo, man, you know, I fuck with what you're doing. Like, you, you know, you did this, that, and third. Like, you know, we're gonna do this. You know, we're gonna yeah. do all this shit." And I was like, "Word, like," and I really appreciated it. You know, I told you, of like, course, man. I saw that shit from the jump. I was word. like, "This motherfucker's gonna be the standard one day." Word. I was and like, "And I gotta get behind that shit because I'm trying to be a standard one day." Word. So if it's motherfuckers up here, word, I appreciate that, you know man. Because so it was funny, man. Standard. Like we exchanged numbers, like. Like a year and a half ago, yeah. and it's just like you know. And then I came back, and it was like, all right, it was grind time because yeah. we was going into the season. And then now it's just like we linked up, and we're here. You feel me? Same place of origin, and you know, you making something huge happen. And I know this is gonna take <laughs> off, bro. So I, like, yeah, it's all a matter of you know, time. We 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 doing the right steps to get it. We got and I'm right happy I, I got to be in here. You know what I'm saying? Hell like yeah. one of the first episodes. I really appreciate you of reaching course, out, man. man so, it's, it's great word. to have you. Got to have hitters. Word up. N- number that. hits. Appreciate that's what that. that's what we operating off of. But yeah, and here we are on camera. We got to get you out to Jersey. You know what I'm saying? He's starting style yeah. on me, but we got, you know what I'm saying? We got to get you down the shore and all that. I feel you. I feel you. Word. I'm open to it. Like I said, my mind, my mind, stay open. It's like a little sponge. Appreciate it, man. So, yeah, we're going to end out on just one last thing because, you know, you Legacy legacy Affiliate, you were there for a couple of pre-shifts, but we always ended out, you know, with a 3-2-1 clap. Yeah, and three, that two, was one clap. And let that me, was let me the, back up a little bit. Yeah. That, sure you know what I'm yeah, saying? Get you some space. Word. Yeah. Elbows so, might. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, for the guys who don't know, for the listeners out there, this is something we did to to go into the night. If we knew if we got this 3-2-1 clap down, it's kind of like sports teams, like basketball, football, and, you know, you break after the huddle. You got your meeting, you got your information, get you break because you're on one accord. We're all on the same page. That was us to tell. If we, if we got it wrong, we're going to do that shit again. We're not trying to have a bad night because you're not a count to three. Can't. Like, can't do it. So my mans, AJ Sankofa, co-founder of SR Artisanal Pasta, yes, please take us out. Three, two, one. Butter. Let's get it. That was butter. Word I like up. that. That was good. <laughs>